since this is now just going to become a Ted Lasso podcast, oh my God, we'll get a lot of listeners now. This is our theme segment brought to you by the public library, the Dallas public library. Check it out. It's cool, yo, and free. Oh man, you butchered the brilliant tagline I made up. Oh, you're kidding uh, yeah, me. I can remember. I can remember. It's free, yo. Yeah, I have to say that sounded kind of uh, kink shaving, kink shaming there. They've, these people wanted to dress up and hit people, hopefully bad guys. You know, sometimes a man and a woman or two men or two women, what they want to do consensually with each other in costumes doesn't necessarily mean they're bad, even if they're pretending they are. Anyway, I, I apologize. That was not sponsored by the public library. <laughs> and Charles, talk comics. Hi, welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics. I'm Charles, and I'm here with my compatriot, Hav, and we're here to talk about comic books, which is why you turned into this podcast. Hi, Hav. Hey, Charles. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. I understand today is the day after your birthday. Yes. Turned 47 yesterday on Wednesday, August 11, unceremoniously in the middle of the week hump day. So, yeah, it was it was nice. And then I'll probably just hang out this weekend and take it easy. And tomorrow's Friday the 13th. So some scary movies tomorrow night. That'll, that'll be nice. On a little uh, group thread on your about your birthday, Caesar, who all of y'all listening, well, already probably knew, but if you didn't know, might have heard him on our last podcast, mentioned that all of COVID is Hobbs' fault. Yeah, because it happened right after, gosh, long story short, I had a thing last year where I had a brain tumor that took forever to get diagnosed. Everything's fine. It was benign. I get out of the hospital in February, spend about a month recuperating. I'm starting to go back to work mid-March of 2020 for like a week, week and a half, and then bam, COVID. And we're back. I was already quarantining before it was cool. Well, in fairness, I'm writing the movie where the COVID virus actually escapes from your skull. I'm going to have to give uh, Caesar a writer's credit for it because this is basically his idea. Because he then pointed out that on your birthday, they locked Dallas down back down again, sort of. We have to go back to wearing masks, at least until our illustrious leaders in the Republican government that is here can get the Supreme Court to overturn a local mask mandate. Right, because, you know, big government is bad when it's, you know, D.C. to Texas, but big government from Austin and and our illustrious Governor Abbott to everywhere else in Texas, that big government's okay. Yeah. Because, you know, hypocrisy. <laughs> okay. okay. And, yeah. I, and I, I, I'm done with my show yeah, box. Well, no, no, you're, you, I was just going to say, that was my minute of politics that I seem to be sneaking into almost every episode. I can't help myself. You know, I can't help myself. Anyone that knows me that's listening to this knows I can't help myself, but I've managed to keep comics out. of. I'm going to invert that. I've managed to keep politics out of comics, you know, like the original creators of comic books intended. Exactly. There is nothing political about comic books. And on that note, what's the first comic we're going to talk about? We are going to talk about The Golden Age, a Elseworlds limited series, miniseries, whatever, back from 1993. uh, That the 
takes a look at a what if post World War II, and and uh, it's it's interesting. It's a good. I liked it, but yeah, that's what we're gonna look at first, and then after that, we're gonna talk about something, and that's what I suggested, and then we're going to talk about what you suggested, which was Jessica Jones, alias, alias Jessica Jones, that which they made a Netflix movie out of, which I did suggest that took place in what what year is that? Because you clearly looked all this stuff up like a. Well, I got the Wikipedia headers pulled up. It was that was a series, uh, twenty-eight issues total. Apparently, I didn't know that until I just looked at this thing for the first time. Two thousand one and two thousand four. Okay, yeah. So it started so, in two thousand and one, yeah. and that's by the great Brian Michael Bendis. Yes. So I, I I decided we decided as usual we were going to lead off chronologically with the Golden Age, and that's why I kind of mentioned the politics in in comics going in I, that wasn't planned i just I get I, you know i i am segue man but i'm now butchering it up that was a very political comic book i was just gonna scold you for how dare you do the whole <laughs> sarcastic how dare you talk about politics when obviously politics in its history in the history of comic books was was the, never did the two meet except <laughs> forever and ever and ever forever and, and always yeah a little, uh, little Nazis, uh, Nazi stuff going on here. Well, we... it, it it's it does start out that there was the golden age of comics, and they're talking about it, the mystery man. I I have always kind of I I'm conflicted about that term. I want to think of it as hokey, but I also kind of like it when when they talk about the the mystery men and all the heroes that sprung up and some of the different reasons why they how they got their powers. And these are all characters that, well, they're not household names, except some of them are household names adjacent, because these are old Golden Age characters that they used in this. But it's not even all of the major Golden Age characters that you know. Some of the bigger ones are just kind of ancillary characters during this. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, for example, we see Black Canary like in the last few pages of the whole darn thing. Do you remember that when they're all gathering in DC to no, register? I don't remember. I, I, oh, I think I do now that you mention it because I I was rereading it today, but I only got about halfway through. Okay. Oh. Well, and, and I didn't realize for it being a four issue miniseries, uh, they're longer than usual issues. Well, they were much longer than usual issues because that was a hundred and eighty nine page four issues. So those were those were action packed issues. Right. I would I would like to say going in, I really liked this comic book. It okay. was it was really well done. The art was beautiful. The themes, not that I want to talk about themes ever. I, I've been told we don't do that, or, or officially. Yeah, this is, our, <laughs> this is our theme segment brought to you by the Public Library, the Dallas Public Library. Check it out. It's cool, yo, and free. Oh, man, you butchered the brilliant tagline I made up. Oh, you're kidding uh, yeah, me. Rem- I couldn't remember. It's free, yo. Okay, there you go. Damn it. Gosh, gosh, darn it. I mean, I come up with this. I mean, I'm a wordsmith. And, yeah, you are. And that's what I get. So, oh, man. You, there's, you, a, there's a lot here. So, there is. So it's post-World War II. They, I, I found it interesting just off the bat because I remember reading an Origins of the Justice Society of America back in the 80s that I picked up randomly from a comic book rack at a grocery store, probably, where they definitely talked about the Spear of Destiny that Adolf Hitler had, and that and that would render supers uh, 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 powerless 
And so that's why that was the comic book reason given why, you know, the Golden Age Green Lantern, the Golden Age Adam, Our Man, etc. Dr. Fate, Superman didn't just go over there and just wipe the floor with them. But then they they and Elseworlds, you know, retroconned it and said, no, it's because there was this dude, Otto Fritz. I wrote down a couple names. That's that good. was that that was that was a a superpower neutralizer that would just render them powerless, and they talk about that a little bit. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and the, so they outlawed the Eisenhower said he didn't want any superheroes over there because he was afraid that it would be massively demoralizing if Green Lantern were murdered by the Nazis, or I you, guess you, uh, killed in action. Right. Well, do you mean Ike, as in when he was general, or do you mean FDR and Truman as president? Because Ike was post-World War II. What? Did I say Eisenhower? I meant Roosevelt. I'm sorry. I meant Roosevelt. That's okay. No, That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Okay. No. That, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, I, yeah. It was Roosevelt, uh, who was president during most of World War II, until he it, died. Yeah. And then it was yeah, Truman. Yeah. I know history. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this starts out, like I said, post-World War II, and Captain... Not Captain America. Mr. America... Also, America, America Commando or something. Amer- he was yeah, the America Commando. Was he was he was Mister America as a superhero, right? As a oh, I'm sorry, a mystery man. Correct. And then he was Commander. Go say it again. American Commando. America um, yeah. Commando. I, it's very so, awkward. Something something like that. So he he comes back as a major hero, as the man that had killed Hitler, right? That was yeah, because he, yeah, he's non powered, mm-hmm. and so. He's just a he enlisted dude in, and went over there and, and, and he, infiltrated. Yeah, he infiltrated the Nazis. He was a he infiltrated and became a Gestapo agent, and he was a one man commando. He he was truly a hero, and he is being lauded right in the opening on a ticker tape parade. And then he proceeds to launch into a Senate career, U.S. Senate career. Well, like, and like all good Republicans, he was appointed, not elected. And, sure. Oh, wait. Sorry. That was political. I'm assuming, I'm assuming he was a Republican. Yeah. Well, I would, I would guess so since he was – yeah. Well, it, I, probably. And then, and then – look, I'm going to cut to the chase here. I, this and on the re-re, I hadn't read this in years. Uh, what did you? So, hey, again, if you're wanting to not uh, know the, the the big reveal, stop listening now and hit pause because you're not building it up yet. Huh? You're just gonna you're just gonna say I'm just, it. No, okay. I'm just gonna All say, right. Mister Mr. America turns out to have been brain swapped with uh, the Ultra Humanite. The Ultra Humanite, yes, that is the name. Ult, the Ultra Humanite. Who Nazi, by the way, and well, originally he was in the U.S. Um, okay. Originally, he was the first supervillain in Superman comics. Ah, okay. See, I did not know that. Yeah, I did. I I knew some stuff about the Ultra Humanite when that came up because nerd, and I decided to do a little reading on that today on the Wikipedia, and gotcha. he's got an interesting backstory. He was the precursor, basically, to Lex Luthor. And if you gotcha. and if you ever read Generations, which came out in the two thousands, they use the Ultra Humanite in that as well. Uh, you find that out later. That's major spoilers for Generations, which I can't find at the library or on Hoopla, so we ain't reading it. Okay, because I might have suggested that he what the way he got to there is he had brain swapped himself with was it Dolores Winters, an actress. Who then, okay. who then went to Nazi Germany, like you do, and she was a big supporter as the ultra-humanite, 
of the Nazi regime. He discovered Tex, Tex Winter, right? Was it Tex Winter? Yeah, no, not Tex Winter. Tex Winter is actually like a, I know what you're talking about. Who's, who's the American? Tex Winter is actually a, a. Okay. Who's the American commando? Commander America or. Tex, Tex, Tex Thompson. Tex Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Tex Thompson. Yeah, yes. Tex Thompson. So Tex Thompson was the hero they were portraying him to be. But they found out about him, so the ultra-humanite got him, and he brain-swapped himself into him at the end of the war. And that's where he comes back and runs for Senate with the plan to use the Red Menace to build a superhero team and become president of the United States and thus rule the world, rule the world. And, and I know, and I know you, I uh, see, he, I know, I know, I know you want to say this next part. You're just like, no, we're not going to build up to it. I just want to do it. I do it, do no, it, do it. Huh? No, I just, just want, I want to get to, I want to get to it. so that we can talk about everything else. Cause it, we're not telling the story. If you go read the comic, but not only does, does ultra human, I pull this over, over on everybody comes back. He then also recruits Dan, the dynamite, the former sidekick to TNT to become Dynaman, and little does anybody everybody know that he puts in Hitler's brain into Ultra uh, into Dynaman, who is a Who's, Superman type. Yeah, no, he's just Superman. Character. I mean, he's he's got all of Superman's powers, I think, except for like laser eyes and super. He, he's right. original Superman. Once yeah. he could fly, he can fly. And, he's invulnerable. He's Hitler. So. Like the opposite of Superman. <laughs> right. Well, interesting that they did actually make him a Superman, which is what Hitler thought yes. his Germans were, Uberman, Superman. Mm -hmm. And we don't find all this out until the very last pages of maybe the third issue, fourth issue, and then that's when everything comes to head. Otherwise, you know something weird's going on. You know something's quite oh. not right. I am... you, 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 you know from the minute that... Tex Thompson shows up in this that he's the bad guy. And you're very confused. You're not, I know, but you're very right. confused on wh why. At first you wonder, okay, yeah, he's, he's, he saw this war. He was, he's a war hero, but this is just his politics. The uh, Russia bad, we're going to go get Russia, that kind of thing. House of Un-American Activities, he's a big supporter of that. I mean, that right there tells you he's a bad guy. In comics, because comics are very political. But <laughs> as it goes on and he starts talking, what was it? The group that said, and they, they did all this. When they're doing the tests on one of the guys, was it the Atom? He said, I didn't pay that much attention to it. I didn't even really pay attention to the accents on the scientists that were studying me. Yeah, because, so, you know, they're all like Project Paperclip yeah. German scientists. Yeah, they, they were all, I don't even think they were Project Paperclip. I think they were still just Nazis. Yeah. They, they were working well, for Das Führer. You, know, you also know something's wrong with, with, you would presume to be, who had been a good guy, Tex Thompson, Mr. America. Mm -hmm. He treats his former sidekick like such crap, Bob, the fat man, just kind of discards him and says, look, we're done. Get out of here. You're, you're bothering me. You're yeah. embarrassing. And it's just so harsh. It's uh, you're like, OK, wait, what's what's going on here? And, and I, the only reason that that's one that's my only criticism of the of the story layout. I wish they would have just revealed it at the beginning. I don't know. I, I like the reveal at the end, but I'm wondering how it would have played out had we known the whole time, you know, th that, that this is what was going on, that Tex was uh, that Mr. America was ultra humanite from the get go. It just, would, it would, you, because it was so obvious something was wrong. It wouldn't have been as good. Okay. I'm just, I, in, I'm just in my, I, I, no. Okay. 
You can. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I. You can feel that way. I just feel from a. I just feel from a flow of it that it, it really sets you up as you go through because it gives you the opportunity to try to figure out what's going on and try to go. Okay, what? What? Who is he? Why did he change? What is he doing? Is he's assembling this super team? Why could they not use the atom? Instead, they had to go get this young, fresh uh, Princeton dropout and do all these tests too, and turn him into Dynaman or what? Uh, was it Dynaman? Yeah, it was Dynaman. Okay. Yeah, and you find out they can't use the original atom. This is not Ray Palmer, the atom. This is Al Pratt, the uh, the original Golden Age atom. And you find out it's because apparently the Golden Age atom's powers were born out of radioactivity, and you can't put a uh, you know, apparently superhero, bad guy, science 101, you can't brain transplant into somebody with a radioactive body because you'll kill the, the transplanted brain. So that was Ixnay on that idea. And I did um, write that I did write yeah. that down for my future science experiments. Sure, sure. Question number one. You got superpowers from radioactivity? Okay, no brain swapping for you. <laughs> you get to keep your own brain. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to say the other thing that I thought of thought of you while reading this is you like to focus on you know key characters and you like the, the solo books holy crap there's a lot of characters in this i mean a lot to keep track of a lot of players yeah but i think thought they did a pretty good job with each one they really in a lot of times when they write a book like this the the distillation or the the elseworld type book they kind of feel like they have to give you information about that character because even though these are slightly familiar DC characters or wherever DC got them in the case of Captain Triumph and some of these things. They weren't originally DC characters, but they're originally Golden Age characters acquired by DC. They kind of gave you some background of each one. So you really got into who they were and the writer and the artist combined to do a real good job of developing them in very short bursts. So you, you kind of knew where they True. were coming from. The star man with his two phases after working with Albert Einstein and creating the nuclear weapon and him talking about how he thinks he might have created all of the mystery men when he called down radiation from the stars. I, I really liked that. I really liked our man who knows what he's become. He's become an addict because he spends all his time trying to recreate or make his hour pill, uh, his his super Viagra work for the full hour, so he can get what he gets from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, and, I, and going back to sorry, no, going back to real fast to Starman Ted Knight. I think his name was Ted Knight, like the, the actor. I, um, I think he was named Ted uh, Knight before Ted Knight, the actor, was famous though. I, well, Ted Knight was pretty old, but I think I, I said right. famous. Um, I didn't say I I I I was going to say born, but I stopped because yes, he was old. But I... no, I know. No, I thought that I was going to say that was one of the notes I had when he when he in 1939 he he accidentally called down radiation from the heavens from outer space that rained down on he I think he said half the continental U.S. or half yeah. of North America or half the world or, or something, and then lo and behold. You got people flying. You got people with super strength. You got other other non-powered people just randomly deciding they want to dress up and 
hit people with bad guys, hopefully, or or doing random things, and he blames himself. And he's he's ha- he's having some issues dealing with that guilt. Yeah, I have to say that sounded kind of a uh, kink shaving, kink shaming there. They've, these people wanted to dress up and hit people, hopefully bad guys. You know, sometimes a man and a woman or two men or two women, what they want to do consensually with each other in costumes doesn't necessarily mean they're bad, even if they're pretending they are. Anyway, I, I apologize. That was not sponsored by the public library. No, 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 it wasn't. It's, it was sponsored by another establishment. No, I'm not. I, I, anyways. So let's see here. What else? No, we got everybody from Captain Triumph. We got Joan Dale, Ms. Ms. America. We got Manhunter, Paul Kirk, Johnny Quick, Johnny Chambers. They very, very quickly mentioned Jay Garrick, the original Flash, and he's he's retired and kind of not. He's not. Yeah, he's out of there. Did you Um, know who Captain Triumph was? No. Yeah, neither did I. I read about him today. He evidently, I reading about it, he was in, in the 1940s. Captain Triumph was a character. It was two twin brothers who were even very close as twins. They had matching birthmarks. They were, as they, they grew older, when World War II started, one trained as a pilot and one went into journalism. The pilot died when a plane was sabotaged and his brother ran into the burning hangar to save him and he died in his arms and then because he swore to avenge his brother's death the the gods of the fate the fates or the gods decided to give him the power to do that and when he touches his magic birth his birthmark his brother's ghost enters him and they become a superhero and then when he touches his birthmark again they're separated never heard of him evidently hold on evidently dc acquired them and in wikipedia says although it was in the public domain already so i like that oh they acquired him from the public domain so what i'm saying is i'm going to be writing some captain triumph comic books as long as you do that and make sure triumph the insult comic dog is also involved because i immediately when i saw his name i immediately thought of triumph the insult comic dog but i don't i don't think um triumph the insult comic dog is in the public domain well, just, you know, just do like DC doesn't. Just say it was and see what happens. My uh, lawyer, ladies and gentlemen, um, my lawyer. I, I'm going to go to somebody else for copyright stuff, if that's okay with you. you don't, yeah, please. <laughs> I would highly recommend that. Okay, so who else? Well, we got Hal Carter, the, the Hawkman or Hawkman, who is way deep into his Egyptian roots by the time we see him at the, towards the tail end of this thing. And that's really... They talk f- about Terry... Okay. Uh, that's really fun based on the way Hawkman has, the word I wanted, wanted to use was evolved throughout the comics, but that, that, that's, Hawkman's some crazy ass stuff. If you get into Hawkman, I listened to a great podcast uh, that the com- comic book, Character Corner, Character Corner, that comic podcast I told you about, they broke down Hawkman and I was like, what? Let me, let me rephrase that. They talked about it. For a while, and that is some crazy comic book stuff. But the getting deep into his roots, some of the comic book writers got into the whole Egyptian stuff. So it, it I loved that just little tiny, it's not even Easter egg, but it, it was just such a nod to some of that weird-ass crap that went on with Hawkman. Yeah, because you get into him being reincarnated from an Egyptian pharaoh or some such and all that. And 
I, I did read a little Jeff Johns's JSA back in the day, and, and he gets heavy into that in that early J JSA run. I think it's JSA, uh, where it's it's a cool. It, it was a cool read back then. I know tangent, and there's also cool Alex Ross covers on a lot of those, uh, which are cool. But anyways. So yeah, we get to see a fair amount of Hal Carter towards the end. At the beginning, they also talked about Mr. Terrific, uh, the original Mr. Terrific, uh, Terry Sloan, that would that would wear like I think it said Fair Play on him all over the place. So I remember that. Uh, of course, the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott, is a big player. He's now a, a media mogul, and of course, we talked about Starman. You got Libby Lawrence. Who is Libby? What's Libby's super? Who, what was she as a super? I, I never. I kept on trying to figure that out. I did. I don't know. And the trio that, so the trio that Mister America, who's really the ultra humanite, recruits to be the cornerstone. His his trinity is Dynaman, Robot Man, and the Atom. And that's going to be his 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 trinity. And speaking of, and speaking of of trinity, in DC Comics, that's a segue, everybody. You're welcome. Uh, this is. I'm getting better at this. See, I don't care what you guys say. The 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 DC Trinity of Superman, the Batman, and Wonder Woman absent, which I thought was an interesting uh, way to go. At the at the end, we we you know finally there's the big reveal, and then you get the big fight. Well, we we get up to the big reveal because going back to the politics, he's he's really the writer really spent a lot of time exploring things that were going on and kind of how society would have looked at some of these things. It, it, it's one of the things I like about it. It was very Watchmen-like in that sense. What if superheroes were real? Let, let's ground them a little bit, but keep their powers. Instead of having grounded superheroes where you just have a bunch of yahoos trying to be Batman and jumping off a building and breaking both their legs, which is what didn't happen to me. Um, I only broke one leg. So, oh, I lost my train of thought. We, no, we, you, you, you mentioned Watchmen. Go ahead. Oh, well, it, it's just the whole, the way the government responds, the way the government did respond, and as they, they tried to call everybody in, and what do they have to hide? It's time for all the mystery men to come out and let everybody know who they are. That kind of leads up to the big reveal because some people have found out what's going on with them people dating both hitler and the ultra humanite have come to the heroes other heroes and kind of said something something's up going on and you mentioned the uh mr america's sidekick he was out after being cast off by his good buddy and he runs into a character that had started out at the beginning, coming back to the U.S. and running from his life. And he was the Manhunter, I believe. That was the name of the character. Correct. I have never heard of the Manhunter. And I did not get a chance to look that one up. Did you get anything on him? Well, there is a Manhunter character in DC Comics. I didn't look him up. Okay. There is definitely a Manhunter character. Or, there were the Manhunters at one point in time, okay. for sure in the 80s, All right. um, that looked a lot like him. But yeah, and that's, he, that's I had written that down somewhere. Rex, yeah. Not Rex Winter. Is it Rex Winter? I don't know. He is the don't person, he is the person that allows, a, allows them to figure out what's going on because he has some repressed memories. Someone's been trying to kill him ever since he got into the country. It turns out that's... That's the ultra humanites guys because he saw 
he had worked with Tex Thompson in against the Nazis because he was part of the resistance over there. That was what he was doing. And he came across him because he was hunting a Gestapo agent. And then he watched the guy he recognized as Tex Thompson dressed as a Nazi kill another Gestapo agent. So they banded up and they were going gangbusters against the Gestapo and Thompson got all the credit for that. But when he got caught, the Manhunter actually saw him turned into the Ultra Humanite. And he comes back to that. He realizes that's going on. So they obviously have to go and tell someone. So this is where we we find out as his, what, what was it, repressed memories come back or just it? Yeah, and some really cool art is showing those repressed memories. Yeah. And, and his name's Paul Kirk, by the way, my bad. I, I did have that note. And, and speaking, they found out that way. And then also, classic supervillain mistake 101, uh, is it is it ultra-humanite? He, he was journaling. He's keeping a diary. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's journaling. He's not, he didn't monologue. He I am journal, the ultra-humanite, and I and my sidekick Adolf Hitler in the pose of Superman shall take over the world. I mean, yeah, that, that was just... Yeah, I love that. That's so perfect. <laughs> like, uh, I'm doing something really bad, and I don't want anybody to find out, but I sure do want to document it in my own private diary. So nobody's going to be able to pick this lock. Uh, yes. <laughs> so they, so they, so you get all, you get these converging, you got, you get, cause it's his, his, it's, it's, is it Miss America that finds the diary? Right. It's Joan. I want to no. say yeah, maybe, or, or is it? Yeah. Cause she, cause she shows up and then she starts telling everybody, Hey, by the way, Tex Thompson is not Tex Thompson. And then robot man kills her. In, in the in the chamber where they're trying to, to reveal everything and so fun. I also had a note the you know the narrator through a lot of this is is, is Johnny Quick, Johnny Chambers, because he's doing a movie or documentary that's about right. mystery men. And so that's a good a good way to, to like you said, they do a good job of talking about and giving histories and some some deep some quick deep dives on a lot of these characters. In one character we've we've mentioned already the, the 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 golden age Green Lantern I thought was interesting because I, I did make a note of this he he thinks of himself and rightfully so as one of the strongest supers there are uh, and there was back then and he's all but retired doesn't maybe wears a ring doesn't use his powers but he says you know because he's talking about how frustrated he was that they couldn't go over because he could have just wiped the whole continent clean of Nazis had had it not been for that that Nazi power neutralizer guy, Otto Frenz. But then he's also equally upset because they used the bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima or with nuclear bombs, and that he has, you know, uh, at his disposal. He's, he has a line where he says, what if I erred and one day... I, 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 I caused a city to die, which I think I thought was very interesting and a, a for, for, for foreshadowing because eventually Hal Jordan, if you remember, loses his mind and becomes, what's his face and wipes out his, is it Coast City? It was the fictional DC city. He wipes out a city when he goes mad, crazy. Yes, just and has the power. Because he has so, too much I, power. He's OP. Yeah. Overpowered. And um, I, no, I did like, I did like that he did did that. I also found it interesting that Johnny Quick was not using his speed throughout the whole thing while he's the narrator. He even mentions, "Hey, I could I could go ahead and finish editing this in no time whatsoever." But I don't do that anymore. 
I've slowed down. Yeah. So. And, and you really don't, do you ever get a sense of why? No, I, he got divorced. His, his, his wife left him and I guess he got sad. So I, they're just, yeah. he seems to be just having some, some sort of ennui about everything and just doesn't. Yeah, no, I never, I never got that. But again, remember it's basically his story. He's telling the story. So right. getting into him, well, he's not delving into him. He knows what the hell's up with him. So it's more yeah. a matter of, uh, no, no, this is, this is all that's going on. Now, now I'd like to see all of this from somebody else's perspective. Don't tell DC that yeah. they'll, they'll have somebody write that. That was a joke. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. They're like, you hey. You just did it. Look yeah. what you did. <laughs> and, hey, another character that had an interesting, he, did, he came on late and then had a weird arc, Johnny Thunder. The dude with the bow tie that's got the, the, the little spirit, you know, dude, electrical Johnny kind of dude. Johnny Thunder is a weird character, period. It is. It is. I never got Johnny Thunder. I guess he's a Shazam idea, i.e. all you need is a magic pen or whatever to have a genie. Right. Except you, it, it, all he does is kind of control the genie. He doesn't even... He's not even the superhero. He's just this weird dude in a bow tie that chews gum. And the genie and the genie has to do whatever he says. Yeah. Right? I, I guess. Like and, I said, and, weird. And at the very end he's in such denial that he's been fooled by Ultra Humanite and in Superman Nazi Hitler that he's that he's commanded his 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 genie to go Still fight on the side of, even though he's just been told, hey, you've been fooled, you're working for Nazis. He's like, no, can't be. This is all a lie. Go kill our man. And his his genie is struggling and just finally leaves, just takes off into the stratosphere. And I think, get the feeling at the end when they're showing what's happened to them five, ten plus years later, uh, genie never came back, I'd look like. Yeah, well. So I, I, I thought that was a weird, interesting arc, but you're right, that is a weird interesting weird i don't know just weird character i i, uh, I weird, have, you're right i didn't think of the shazam well I, I never well they were just throwing so many things out there to compete with superman it is at the beginning of the golden age and they did do some weird weird stuff i mean that's where you got plastic man who evidently was just an amazing originally an amazing comic i i did notice he was in one yeah. picture but we never really got plastic man in there which that kind of sucks because that dude's wacky and wonderful. Yes, and I actually picked up years ago for fairly inexpensive a Golden Age Plastic Man comic book for like under twenty bucks. It's it's in rough shape, but it's complete and it's. I think that, I mean, it, interesting read. I very gingerly read it. It, it he, he's you know he's a reformed convict that got these powers and 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 then fast forward. I think this is in maybe it's a Dark Knight Returns. Or is it in, uh, is it in the other one, Kingdom Come or the Kingdom? There's there's one reference where Batman makes reference that he's going to get one of the most powerful superheroes on the planet, and it's Plastic Man. Oh yeah, and I thought that was interesting just because because he says he, he he doesn't even know what the what the limits are to his to his ability to do weird stuff with his you know body that he can yeah. be, become any shape thing blah 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 so. Uh, yeah, I, interesting. But again, yeah, there's so many characters that you just kind of see. Another one that I've always loved 
Dr. Midnight is in there, but just just show him at the end because they got they broke his goggles and he can't see because he's blind without his goggles. Yeah. But I've always I've always liked Dr. Midnight. I've always liked his look and his costume. Okay, going back to Thunderbolt and what what whatever that guy's name is again. When what Thunderbolt Johnny Thunder? Johnny no, who's the little guy with the with the the bow tie guy? That's Johnny Thunder. Johnny Thunder, yeah, Johnny Thunder. I do not remember what comic it was, but it was it was another one of these things where let's age him and talk about it. Johnny Thunder is wandering around throughout that looking for his pen or his magic. Oh, wow. And it, it, it was a really nice take because this was, this is clearly a not fully functional adult in, in a lot of ways. He's, he's a little simple and then he ages and he's lost it and he's lost that. And it was kind of a sad thing throughout this whole thing. It's like, wow, some of these writers are good and evil at the same time. Yeah. Well, and, and, and speaking of evil, Robot Man is just a bad dude. Uh, evidently, because he's he. I didn't. I didn't ever get any he's, reason. He's, yeah, he's just. He's like you know. I just want to kill people now. I, I'm killing bad guys, and then he doesn't even care about that. He's just killing for the Nazis because he's a robot. He knew from the beginning. They they make the big reveal. I'm like, hey, Robot Man, Nazis. He's like, I knew from the beginning. It's oh. all right. I'm still on their side. Yeah. Well, the in fairness, there are people that are pro-Nazi. And pro-fascism. I think we're well. Uh oh. I think we're well aware that there are people out there that are just pro-fascism. Yeah, yeah, there are. And to this day, and the the their their uh, their gear and their insignias may have changed, but man, they still they kind of say the same stuff. Oh my god! It's kind of it's history repeating itself. It's just so sad. And, yes. Uh, true. Okay. What else? Yeah. Uh, you know you. You already mentioned about Aaron going through his withdrawals and, and, the, the, and his Miraculo pill not lasting as long. I did also like that it, was, it wasn't it was lasting as long. It's almost like he was getting used to the drug like an addict does and needs to try to do more of it or tries to fix it, tries to get a better fix. I, I know you already talked about that, but that, that was good too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm jumping all around, but I don't know. It, it was good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think we mentioned the artist's. This was written by James Robinson, and the artist was Paul Smith. James Robinson would go on to do what many consider a pretty good run on a new Starman series. Not too, I think, I, I'm presuming it's after this, but let's see. A, a lot of people dig it. What did that get? 94. So, yeah, shortly after. Uh, borrows a lot, although that's, I don't think the Starman is an Elseworlds series. I think it's mainstream, you know, regular DC continuity. But borrows heavily, I think, on this version of Ted Knight Starman. Uh, it's because it's the son of the original Starman in the new Starman series. So there's that. Okay, I know nothing um, about Starman other than what I got from the series. And perfectly bluntly, I'm perfectly happy keeping it that way. Oh, I, 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 I that, really just you know I, 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 I that was not a knock against Starman. It just he didn't as a character it didn't really strike my interest that much. That was all. It was not, that's not a negative. That's just a me thing. It's me. This is about me. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because you like uh, you know the singular you know focus on a character superhero comic books. Yes. Again, I, I read a few of these back in the day, and I know I have them around here. But I, I it's not, it's it's very well regarded by a lot of the comic book Twitter folks I follow. Even though I didn't read every single issue, 
it's 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 a pretty long run too. I think I think it it lasted a fair number of issues for the old DC comics, and again, very well regarded I, uh, by folks. I did think about reading that. I think it's on Hoopla, although I don't have enough borrows left on Hoopla this month. Yeah, and I and I am well aware that is only the twelfth, but I burned through a comic book and just ripped through some borrows. And I have to save them for different things we might read. <laughs> so I'm like, son of a gotcha. Uh, one of which will probably be the first of what I went through, but we'll talk about okay, that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So by the way, that Starman series, the second Starman series that was featuring, like we said, Ted Knight, the original Starman's son, mm-hmm. um, seventy plus issues. That's a uh, run that's there a chunk. for old DC in the nineties. That's a chunk. Yeah. Yeah. There was. Talking about things that it reminded me of, I, I thought of Watchmen. I also thought of uh, you know the 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 whole what if supers were real and and uh, especially at a, at a point in time. Although you know of course Watchmen was more seventies, uh, eighties, seventies uh, and eighties. Nixon, Nixon never left the presidency into the eighties. I also thought of um, oh my gosh, Charles, I'm, I'm blanking. Okay, the I... one. Uh, where this, where the uh, Hyperion and Nighthawk, uh, Squadron Supreme, in some way. I don't because, think I've read that. You know, you, how dare you attack me? How <laughs> dare you attack me? Because, well, and, and why? I mean, maybe that maybe not as, as straight a straight an arrow between the two. Just the whole, you know. Uh, now, obviously, the, this guy had bad intentions because he's a Nazi, but trying to take over the supers and, and control them and, and have them all register and be under mm-hmm. his thumb. Those heroes did it for a different reason in, in, in squad and in, in squadron supreme. But no, those are just, just those, those, those two came to mind for me. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really do that oh, yeah. much. Uh, Watchmen was the only one I really thought. And I know that's an easy one to look at, but just on, just on using Marvel uh, DC's characters. And it, it was very similar to that. Just not hey, as... By, by the way, I, I don't know... If, no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was done. I was rambling on. You don't know what? What episode is this? I believe it's episode seven. That's what I thought, because Black Widow was episode six, correct? Uh, Black Widow was a bonus episode. It does not have a number. Ooh. Well, so it... really eight total episodes, but we're numbering them funky? Well, we're not numbering them funky. There are bonus episodes in podcasts, you silly bitch. Oh, Okay, hold on. Right. I am, I am checking. I you're 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 taking notes. Well, because I've kept my notes from each one, I guess I could try to count them. Yeah, no, it's you know, I, a strong one. There are seven episodes, so this is episode seven. So this will be okay. this is the eighth podcast we have recorded. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we are on cool, cool. our eighth eighth podcast, but this is episode seven, and I made that decision gotcha. to call. I I just because we have a. Th- we have a theme for the ep- the episodes of comic and comic. When we did movie, mm-hmm. I thought I'd just I thought I'd just do them bonus episodes. No, that's cool. I yeah. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Well, anything else to say about the Golden Age, or is it just called Golden Age? I don't know. Golden Age. I think it's the Golden anything Age. Anything else? I don't have anything else to say about it. I I did very much enjoy it. So you have done really well over the last two. Do you want to quit while you're ahead and just not recommend anything anymore? I don't. 
No, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on recommending stuff. And in fact, I, I am I am so on the fence about what to recommend next because I could go one way, and I think you'd probably for sure dig it. I'm gonna but I'm thinking about going another way, which which we'll see. I, I'm I'm still I'm I'm gonna put out what I think are gonna be the next two, but I'm gonna pick one first, and then we'll get a preview of the next two suggestions. Okay. At the end, so stay okay. tuned. Ooh, hey, you're learning to tease stuff. I just, I just look at that. You did a That's tease. Taken you did a tease. Now let's take episodes. a break to hear from our sponsors. Hi, this is Charles with the pl- no. Um, so let's talk about see because you tease right before you get a break, so people come. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, I can. Yeah, sure. Alias Jessica Jones. What'd you think? Good, very good. I, I have not read a bunch of Brian Michael. Brian Michael. Brian. Brian Bendis? What is it? What's Brian name? Michael Jeez. Bendis. Brian, Brian, Brian Michael. Michael. Okay. Yes. That, that, did not, that did not sound right coming out. Okay. I remember reading his run on Avengers in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. maybe late 90s, early 2000s. Early I 2000s, read, I think, yes. I know I've read other things that he's written. I know you're a big fan of Powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was, this was, this was good. If you want to tell everybody a little bit about it. I, I would say this one, I think everybody, most people that follow any kind of comic books now know about it because they did the Marvel series, Jessica Jones. This is the first arc of that. that it, it's not really the first season because the first season really gets into the Purple Man in the TV show, but there are some notes that they got, and I don't know if you've, watched the Jessica Jones show recently enough I mean they they took they they grabbed hard from that first arc of Jessica Jones for some of the stuff but what you go ahead no go ahead no go ahead I mean they they started out she's already an established private investigator alias investigations that's that's where the alias comes from she immediately puts a guy through her door just like in the uh, television show and then she has to talk to the cops and the cops start talking to her because she has powers and she doesn't hide it. And it's just, she does. It's not, it's not that. And they want to know, well, why aren't you, why aren't you a superhero? She's like, I tried that. I don't, I don't do that. That's not my thing. And I have actually lost Hav here for a minute. So I'm just going to keep on rambling and there he's back. So yeah, she gets a case. I mean, just like, just like anything else, she gets a case. A woman comes in and tells her she's trying to communicate find her sister is that correct if i remember this right yeah so she's supposed to find her sister so she stakes her out she goes to find her sister and while she's there she notices the woman come back with a man and they go up to her apartment and they have um what the kids are calling the sex and then the man leaves and he leaves via the roof when he gets a phone call. And he dresses up like Captain America. So she followed Captain America to a tourist. And then she she leaves. And she's recorded it. Yeah, she, she's recorded Captain America doing that. And, and she all, immediately thinks, what the heck have I gotten myself into? Oh, yeah, because you're going to think that. It's, I, it's an obvious thing to think. You're like, what, what the what? So... I don't remember exactly how what goes on after that, but eventually she finds out that the... Well, she knows something's going on immediately because she cannot get in touch with the woman who hired her at all. She's just disappeared. And then the woman she found ends up dead. 
in her apartment. So right. there, so there she is. What well, yeah, in the woman's apartment, not in Jessica Jones's apartment. If you were gonna, I I, I said that inartfully. And then Jessica Jones ends up in back in the police station again. Right. You are just taking notes or doing something there. No, I'm, I'm no, and just I'm looking down at some stuff, and because I, I, you're making a lot of salient points, and I want to be ready to jump in, but you're, you're, you're on a, you're on a, you're on a thing. I don't want to interrupt it. Oh well, I, I mean, I'm just narrating the story. Uh, it, it, it was a really, it's really interesting on where they go. Just to jump off of my narration of the story, one of the things I like about this is everything we know about Jessica Jones from the TV show. We don't find out almost any of that, any of that whatsoever in this first arc. She's clearly a yeah. troubled, dark, fairly unhappy lady, but we don't get any kind of sense of what's going on or why. We don't know why. It's alluded to that she was a superhero. She was, uh, oh man, I used to know her name. And I'm blanking now too. Yeah. I'm, bl- I'm blanking now too. And like Starlight? No, something about no, Starlight. That's from no. the boys. Yeah. But she she just doesn't do that anymore. It's not for her. It's it takes a certain type of person to do it. And we, when you read on and and we all know why she's not a superhero because we've read Jessica Jones is because she was raped by mind raped. God, we're back to mind rape. What is with us and reading comic books with mind rape? What is with comic well, books? Well, you say what is uh, yeah no I suggested they, they this. Like some rape. I mean, is it yeah? It's just these these men. I mean, they want to they, well, just put put her in a fucking fridge. Jesus. All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I alluded to fridging, so we don't get any of that in this. And there was a there was kind of a complaint that when I read this, I under kind of understood it. And I'm going to give something away that you haven't read yet, Hav. Later okay. in the series, okay. when we find out what happened to her and Kilgrave. When they ask him, when they ask her, one of her friends, and it may be Captain Marvel, I guess it was Miss Marvel at this point in this, but uh, it may have been Captain Marvel who asked her what happened and did he, did he rape her? And she explains that no, it was worse. He would have, he would bring women in and have them have sex with him while making her beg and plead to have sex with her instead. So it was truly just some wine stuff. And I, I, some people thought that that was worse. I, I don't, I didn't agree with that, but I, it was a, just an interesting change that they made between the comics and the, uh, because he would make her stand at the bed and beg him and make her want him so bad while that was going on. Yeah. That's, it's pretty fucked up. Yes. Yes, it um, is. And, it's... and going back to, you know, the TV show stuff and borrowing heavily, when I started reading this, the way it was going and. Are you there? Did I lose you? Yeah, you were. I I did not have you. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of the TV show thing again, and and the the lady coming in saying the sister's gone, I immediately thought Purple Man's got her, and that's where that's where this is going to go. That's immediately where my mind went, and it, was, it didn't. There's that beach where I was like, oh, here we go, but it goes a different way. Then of course you got the the TV show link with the Luke Cage appearance early mm-hmm. on, and. And, and all that. Um, so interesting. I guess in the in the TV show, they subbed out Carol Danvers for that other character, Blonde. Uh-huh. Remember? And I'm blanking yeah. on the TV. No, that's, uh, that's Wildcat. So the, 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 not Wildcat. Um, 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 Hellcat. There you go. Hellcat. Yeah. yeah. So they just subbed out. But I mean, borrowed heavily on that, too. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that right. that whole relationship is very is that they just they just changed uh, Marvel characters because they didn't want to use Captain Marvel for that. They had plans for Captain Marvel. Patty Walker. Yeah, that was the name I was looking. At. Patty Walker. Do you, do you know Patty Walker is one of the oldest Marvel characters? I think I did somehow know of that, but now okay. that you're reminding me that she's so, been around for a long time. She has. She was not a superhero. She was a like an Archie comic type romance character whose mother wrote and, and the way they've retconned this in is is her mother wrote stories about her and her friends. And so that's where yeah. they got the Patty Walker. Her mom made her her child star. And so you had that whole development, which I I loved all of that. But that that's neither here nor there. So Patty Walker does not exist in Jessica Jones, alias the comic book. I mean, she exists. She's in that universe, but she does not know Jessica Jones. Captain Marvel or Carol Danvers is kind of angry with Jessica because she hasn't kept in touch and she only gets in touch with her when she when she needs something just and I don't know at this point I can't remember but it sure seems like she doesn't know that much about what went on that Carol Danvers doesn't yeah that Carol Danvers doesn't yeah I I, I was getting I, I agree I and and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and I, I purposely didn't read reread the rest of it because I have all of those on Kindle I didn't reread the rest of that run I sometimes don't like to be that far ahead even though I've read it before. It's been a number of years. But this whole thing, it, it was great. Oh my God, I apologize. I, I was, I've been, I'm exhausted this week, so I am just absolutely blanking on the rest of this comic and what happened. Well, here, I'll pick it up here. So, yeah. so the, she has the tape. It turns out it's all the machinations of this, of this senator or, or some Democrat that's trying to unseat the very much looking like uh, W, uh, president at the time. And it, and it turns out he's got some powerful fin financiers that are trying to, that are setting up Jessica because they think she's going to sell it for the money or, or somehow bring the tape to light because they, after she videotapes Cap leaving this lady's apartment or where they're, they're hanging out, all of a sudden, lo and behold, she's strangled to death. And Jessica is a person of interest but these people that are trying to manufacture this thing to make Captain America look bad and therefore the president, so that's due to win. And then Alan Quart is it Alan Quartermain? Something Quartermain yeah. is, a, is a shield dude mm -hmm. that comes with, you know, she they, they they have her wired and they get the bad guy, of course, monologuing on the golf course. Well, which because he's a, he's a Hollywood guy. He's, oh, he's a, a Hollywood, Hollywood guy? Okay, yeah. sorry. I thought he... Well, yeah, no, he's a Hollywood guy, and what I, I now I'm remembering, I, I don't think the Democrat really even knew what was going on as much. I don't think the candidate was as aware. I think this was just the people that were running him were doing this kind of in the background to make sure he could do what he wants. And it was more against the fact that they'd given money to the f current president who was not doing everything they wanted. So it was, right. it was just a, well, we're going to back this guy and put him in, and he did. He monologued like crazy and he just I can do whatever I want because I'm rich thing going on and it was it was brilliant and then they killed him Quartermain did it was not even yeah they, 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 they get the Blackhawks swooping down on this yeah. fancy golf course yep and that because he uh, said now Jessica just walk away and so yeah. she did Cause, for once in your life do what I ask you to do yeah I'm trying to say oh a couple things so the tape there being a tape of Captain America, 
I, of course, I don't know if you did this subconsciously, thought of Hawkeye, although that was a fake tape. You know, there's there's a there's a tape of Captain America that's going to get you know going to get released potentially and damage his reputation or whatever. Or they're trying to frame a cap for murder in this one, maybe I guess. Yeah, well, but of course, I, I don't think they're. Thought of Hawkeye. I, well, they clearly tried to frame him with murder because I mean they had it somebody murder her that could do it with bare hands that was very more than usual strength. It wasn't going to stick, but you know, just the implication that Captain America had was a suspect of murder would, would have been would have been a hit to his reputation. I mean, a little bit. Uh, yeah, just a smidge. Not a good, not a good. And and so yeah, so of course I thought immediately of the Hawkeye series that we read not too not too terribly long ago. Mm-hmm. And of course, just the overarching thing, a lot of similarities between this. Just very loosely, but Stumptown. You know, you got a female PI, although oh, this one's powered. Absolutely, and, no. There's a and, there's a lot of Stumptown going on. That I I would say Stumptown probably got some stuff from there because I I I can guarantee you he's read. One would it's, think. Greg Greg Ruka has read <laughs> Jessica Jones, and yeah. and it, it wasn't because yeah. there's it, it's theme the themes are similar of post-traumatic stress women private eyes i mean there there's there's a lot there that is similar but not hey i'm doing this comic but very strong damaged women jessica in like a literal sense yeah both both yeah just strong a strong person and then actually she's super powered as well yes that's hey and i didn't look this up uh how'd she get her powers do we know? Do you know? I'm just curious. I didn't. I did not Googleize this. Car wreck. Okay. I. That's. I. Her. Okay. Her parents died in a car wreck. Fun fact. She went to the same high school as Peter Parker at the same time. Peter Parker thought of her as coma girl because she, when she got in the car accident, she was in a coma. Her family died. She was in a coma. Except her family didn't die in this. That's right. Her family didn't die. She also. We find out in the New Avengers run when. Luke Cage is in the Avengers, and this is after after everybody has forgotten who Peter Parker is, that, that he's Spider-Man after they've retconned that back out. He demasks in front of them, and Jessica Jones goes, oh my gosh, I had a crush on you in high school. Ha. And I read a lot of that, run. I don't have any recollection of that. Okay, oh, that's yeah, cool. That, yeah. And so, so that became kind okay. of a kind of a, a joke thing on uh, that that Jessica Jones had a crush on Peter Parker. Did didn't have any clue that he nice. was Spider Man, but she liked the little nerdy boy from high school. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So the second part of this arc, and we can talk more about the first part. I don't know that we're done. Oh, what was the second? Well, part? no, I, you know, no. Well, the second part's the Rick Jones thing, but oh yeah. Before we get into that, I did want to point out, you know, she she does, you know, she doesn't release a tape. She figures out what's going on, and then at the very end, Captain America pays her a visit, and is of course very Captain America-y, and is like, "Hey, you're you're a you're a good person. I can't think of three people, I can or I can only think of three people that would have done what you do. You ever need anything? Don't hesitate to call me." Yeah. And and, and at the very end, there's a funny part where she's like, "Are you about to salute me?" And he's like, "I was thinking about it." Yeah, there's a very cool, you know, I guess cameo because he's in it a little bit uh, in different parts, of course. Yeah. Disappearance uh, by Cap, and and of course, just again being being super Captain America, 
E, but in a cool way. So yeah, that was a it was a it was a it was a cool intro arc, and then the second one is the is where we we get another a lady come to her office saying, well, my husband is Rick Jones. He says you're related to him because you're Jessica Jones. He's missing. And, of course, Rick Jones is the ex-snapper car, if you will, uh, to the to the, to the the Avengers. Snapper car being the kind of non-powered teenage young man sidekick to the, to the JLA back in the day. Uh, you you, the, you uh, left one uh, out. You left one out. He's the hmm. reason... Who? Bruce Banner is the Hulk. Sure, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, before Bruce, pre push, pre, push. he was in the Incredible Hulk number one. He was the he was the juvenile delinquent that drove out onto the bomb site when his friends dared him to, and Bruce Banner came tearing out there and shoved him into shoved him into a, a shelter under on the thing, and then took the bore the brunt of the gamma ray and became the Hulk. And throughout the beginning, the 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 first run of Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. He is with him the whole time. He's the he's the only one that knows that Bruce Banner is the is the Hulk, and he helps him. And that was when Bruce Banner turned would turn to the Hulk at night, when they were just completely doing a uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde thing. And right. So I didn't want you to give short shift for him. So he wasn't he wasn't the Avengers sidekick at first. Then when Captain America shows up. And he needed a Bucky. He tried to be his Bucky. Uh, so he's been around right. superheroes and the Hulk for his. I Silver mean, that, that's his on. thing. Yeah, that's his thing. And there's some cool parts in, in in this part of the run where you get excerpts from his dollar bin autobiography, where he talks about what if what if he hadn't pushed me, would I turned into the Hulk and. Yeah, so in the Dollar Bin autobiography, we get excerpts at, at the end of each of his issues in this in this first run. Against trade originally was what it was, where he talks about you know the what if with the Hulk and what if Bruce hadn't pushed him out of the way, would he have been the Hulk? And then he talks about training with Cap and figures out that Cap was just trying to have a surrogate replacement for Bucky, who he missed. Interesting there, and then he talks about his forced partnership with Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel, uh, with the power bands and how weird that was. And I had forgotten about that. And because I, I, I don't know that I've read, but one or two issues where Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel from the Marvel universe is, is, is a player. I don't think I've really um, read any, that was never my jam in any way whatsoever. And, and then you also, so, so the, the wife of Rick Jones, comes hey i need your help she of course does it for free and she calls her mom hey are we related to any richard jones rick jones dick jones and of course you get to see the classic interaction between you know any daughter son and mom maybe that doesn't have the best relationship because it's just a pretty funny sad but funny uh, part of, of the comic book and then so she finally tracks him down and he's playing covers at some bar in in a neighborhood in in New York and he's he tells her that because he was instrumental in ending the Kree Scroll War there's a cosmic intergalactic uh, price on his head and he's on the run and 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 she she buys it hook line and sinker and is like okie dokie and decides to try to help him and just trying to get him to see Mr. Fantastic at the Baxter building tries to get in with the Avengers and and yeah, it's it's really interesting. So yeah, oh, 
And then you got this subplot throughout this where she's helping a one lady find out that her husband's cheating on her and is closeted. And, that was and great. Is, is, that, that was great. She spent, she's spending a lot of time exchanging, posing as a gay man, flirting with this guy on the interwebs. And it was really just a, a realistic private detective thing. While, while she's doing this one thing, she's also just doing this flat, this is what a private detective does. A, including when she, because she, she keeps, as she says, I keep talking about it, just leaving him hanging. It's just getting right to that point and then just, okay, you got, gotta go. So finally gets him to meet up and she's sitting waiting at a coffee shop. And he sits down next to her and she starts to talk to him and asking him all these questions and what do you do and blah, blah, blah. And he says, because he's a psychiatrist, right? Yeah, he's like a psychotherapist. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And so she starts talking about, well, what if you knew somebody and just talking about basically him, what he was doing and hiding who he was. And it all ends because he's all antsy because he's like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of meeting somebody. I, well, I guess I can talk to you, but I'm meeting somebody and... She leaves it at, you know, maybe you should go home and tell your wife that you're gay. Yeah. Like, I think she says something like, you seem like a good guy, but yeah. what you're doing to your wife is, is cruel and, and is killing her. Just come out to your wife yeah. and, and, and get out of here, kind of. And, and it's a good bookend because that, that, that arc starts out with her doing that and then ends with that scene. But then you also get to see her at the very end kind of going along the same things that they were talking about at that coffee shop where she is just talking to Rick Jones or who she thinks Rick Jones is Rick Jones and, you know, wanting to be around, you know, he was always around famous people. That's what he's talking about and, or superheroes, et cetera. And people like to think of, you know, think of that stuff. Anyways, it was just a really good, it was a good, it's a good story, but a good way to bookend the, the mm-hmm. that, that, that part of uh, that arc really well done and oh by the way you find out this is not rick jones he just looks like rick jones because eventually jarvis calls her because captain america because she eventually hits up captain america for a favor and jarvis says hey captain america asked me to to call you and no rick jones is alive and well in los angeles there's this young man that we're well aware of that is posing as rick jones in, in new york city please let us know if we need to get involved or get the authorities involved and of course she feels the rube that she feels like she's been pulled, you know, because she's burying her soul to this dude while she's trying to help him out. And then it turns out, you know, he's he's just a dude that wants to be somebody else more famous, more important than what he is, I guess. Yeah. Uh, one of the great things I liked in the comic was a very subtle thing that happened when she's first looking for him in the park. And this homeless possible girl and a guy come up and she the girl looks at her and says you have powers and her friend is like no she doesn't you always say you can tell if people have powers and and well she can and jessica at the end of that conversation after they get that she gets the information she goes i i I do have powers You, you you is that your power that you can tell that and the girl's like yes it is and she's like yeah you that is, I mean, it was just such a, a tiny little, just dropped in there, had literally nothing to do as far as I could tell with anything else in there. I just really liked yeah. that little, little moment of extraneous life, I guess, in a comic or any kind of literature when there's just this extra, doesn't necessarily have to go anywhere, but it's fun. Yeah. No, so. and, and they pop up, a co- I think they pop up the end when she finds him in the park with his wife reunited and they're all happy. 
Yeah, no, they're there. I just were there. The the being able to tell the power things had nothing to bear is what what I was. Yeah. Yeah. It it was a character development and someone that was just for the sake of the character development of that character that we'll never see again. And I I kind of like that idea. No, that was cool. Hey, and and I'm sorry, going back to that first arc where she's picked up, you know, as if a question about the Captain America girlfriend that ends up strangled, we get Matt Murdock coming to help her out legally. Coming coming in out of nowhere. Yeah, and speaking of the Netflix stuff and the interaction between some Netflix characters, Mm -hmm. or characters that made appearances on the Netflix shows, do we ever get to find out why and how he shows up to help her out? Do they ever say, I don't remember? Yeah, I I thought, what's his name? Luke Cage Cage. sent him. Yeah, Yeah, Luke Cage sent him. Yeah, because that's, I mean, oh, go, go. She's a hero. You go do that. That's that thing. Just just go over there. That is your job. She didn't kill anybody. You have yeah. my word that she didn't kill the person. Go over there and stop her dumbass from saying anything kind of thing. Yeah. I, I did like the whole conversation with Danvers when they're discussing men and she talks about being with Luke Cage and she's like, oh, well, you got to be careful. He he likes the capes. She's like, what? I, I read a whole thing on that or saw something about because they, they mentioned... Tigra? Tigra. Tigra. Well, I say Tigra. Tigra. It's, you're probably correct. So, but, but they were talking about how Bendis seems to just absolutely hate Tigra in the stuff he writes. Really? Yeah. It, because that was kind of mean. Cause they're both like, I took it as well, women. And in this case, literally being catty about it because yeah, he slept with Tigra. He slept with uh, Jessica Drew. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. But I mean, come on, come on, hold on. Who wouldn't? Right. Okay. I, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to creep you out. No, no, no. So it, it's just, I mean, I... no, I, I, that was, I was, I was kidding. I completely meant to creep you out. So yeah, it, evidently he doesn't like Tigra and he, he does bad things to her in comics that he writes. So everybody, every, Aww. every guy's got their, every writer has the ones they like to F with. That, that was just, God, I okay. wish I remember what I was reading, where that was. Evidently, I read a lot of comic book adjacent stuff as well. Yeah, you do. I may have a problem, an awesome problem. So you liked it. Well, hey, thanks for the... Re- I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. Thanks for the recommendation. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. You definitely, my personal opinion, you have a type of comic book so far, especially... Look, I'm not saying they're all the same. The art... And the style and kind of the nori feel of them, especially Alias, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones Alias, Stumptown, and the Hawkeye. All different, but all very cool. Like I said, kind of, kind of, you know, of course the Hawkeye was more spy and espionage, it, but still it, it, kind of gritty. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a down down and dirty type story. I, I like I like that kind of story. I like the simple. Sometimes I like the character development over the action. It's just, I, and and they all had action. Don't get me wrong; they all had things going on, but they were not as important as what was going on with the character while those things were happening. So that that's kind of what I like. Well, and for the people listening, if if you guys and 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 gals, if y'all enjoyed Hawkeye or Stumptown. You will definitely, I think, like Alias. And funny enough, when I, I, I think this was maybe even on the last last podcast, 
when you suggested Alias, I don't know why I thought. We yeah, were when I about when I first suggested it, yes, yeah, you 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 thought it was the TV show, and that was my fault because I didn't say yeah, Alias it, Jessica Jones. It was completely my fault. That one is it, it. That is more well known as that TV show. So I I I I did not I didn't pull you off sides like I have walk you into a trap like I will sometimes. That was just completely unintended and my fault. I, I, and I was just thinking, God, he really liked that Jennifer Garner show. And I guess it's based on a comic book I never read. But uh, okay, I'll, I'll give it a read. This is this will be interesting. No, Jessica Jones, like the Netflix. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I was, I was, I was gonna, I was just gonna say, yeah, I'll, I'll read it, whatever. Yeah, sure. You haven't, you haven't suggested anything bad so far. But yeah, no, really, uh, you know, surprise, surprise. Brian Michael Bendis wrote it, and it was not too shabby. It was and, very and good. And I, I apologize. I don't know who the artist is, but I, it'll definitely I, I be in the line I was just looking that notes. up. No, it, it was, uh, it was uh, Michael Gaidos, Gaidos. So he, he's worked with Brian Michael Bendis on Alias and The Pulse, mm-hmm. and he illustrated some miniseries called Powerless and Daredevil Redemption, apparently. Okay. I don't know that he has done a lot of work, but, but good, very good. No, it, um, American yeah. Tom. It really, it really suited the book, the art. It, it yeah. went well together. Okay. Hey, does does uh, spoiler alert for me? But I don't care. Does Luke Cage make more appearances in this as the time goes on? Because eventually they get together and they're uh, together yeah. by the time the new yes. Avengers rolls around, yes. right? Yes, uh, Luke Cage okay. will make more more appearances. If if I could loan you those, I would. But it won't loan. I tried to loan them to because I I bought them from Amazon, and sometimes you can loan books. But it would not. Some things it won't loan, and these are these are something that it won't let me just say. Okay, here's here's volume two, and I'm not gonna. Gotcha. If I lend you my iPad, then what will I read on? Exactly. And you might have to pick up a physical book. Yeah. A comic. Yeah. Well, I could do that. I do that sometimes. Just 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 for fun. So themes between the uh, two comparing you know, I, I i really i i literally i know we do this for fun sometimes and find different things to do comparing and contrasting between the two i really don't think those are i i, I got nothing to compare the uh, two you know together the only thing i would say to compare is in both obviously jessica jones is a strong woman strong lead there's some strong female characters in golden age that's true, uh, especially for base, that it's based in the '40s. There's some seriously strong characters, considering they're women in the '40s. Right, right. That, that's the only thing that to me that jumps out that you can really that I that because I, I did kind of put a little brain power into that, and I was like, you know what? There's not besides that. They, you know, I talked about some parallels between other stuff we'd read, but not between these two necessarily. Well, but they did. Uh, they also drew Cap as kind of a golden age hero in that. Now that you mentioned talking about golden age if you if you look at the way they drew the captain america that was that was kind of a golden age captain america look uh, more schlubby not as you're right it, it was an interesting realistic looking man instead of i mean still cap but not what we think of as cap more so yeah he wasn't in the super tight you know form-fitting muscled out to the to the umpteenth degree and yeah, he was a dude, but he didn't. It wasn't chiseled jawed. He just looked like a, a, a dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, to draw yeah. between the two, but I, no, not really. Now there, like we said before, there was definitely stuff you know to compare to other stuff we've read. But oh not, yeah. Besides a strong female lead, not 
Nothing, nothing else really jumps to mind. So do we want to talk uh, about yeah. our, our next, our next podcast then? Yeah. When, uh, do you know exactly what you're going to suggest for me to read? Cause I, I have I like do. two or three ideas. I do know exactly what I'm going to suggest to you to read for the next one. And I will give you the one to read for the one after that. If, cause a lot of times let, we, we lay it on me. Okay. So for the next episode, Javier, I would like you to read Miss Marvel, the new Miss Marvel that started a number of years ago with Kamala Khan, our first Muslim female superhero for Marvel. I talked to you about it after I read it originally and told you how much I liked it. And now they're going to do a Miss Marvel TV show. So you need to read Miss Marvel because it's very important. Just like here in a while, there's a She-Hulk arc that we'll read before uh, (laughs) the the She-Hulk because there's a really good She-Hulk. Anyway, I love She-Hulk. But this Miss Marvel is outstanding, and if you don't like it, we won't be doing this podcast anymore. So no pressure. I got you. No problem. <laughs> no, you can. Um, you can absolutely. I. I honestly. That, that I don't mean to heighten the expectations of it. I think you'll enjoy it. It is, even if you don't love it, it's worth reading because it's wonderful. So that is that is the next. That is for our next episode. Miss Marvel. Is there is there like a an six issue arc or trade or something? Yeah, we're just going to do the first the first volume. It's on. I already okay. I saw it on. It's funny they're doing. They've got a little book club thing on Hoopla, and it's on there. It's also on Marvel Unlimited. Oh, cool. Yeah. So well, it's, speaking it's easy of shows, you know, I, it it dropped on my birthday. I haven't watched it. Have you watched What If on Disney? Why? Yes, yes, I have. Okay, don't spoil it. But uh, was it good? I, I enjoyed it, yes, and it was funny because I'm re, I'm watching it, and then I remembered I'd read I read some parts of comics that that's from because I was like, oh wait a minute, oh okay that that that's not spoiling it. It was because you don't know which comics I read, but it it was really cool on that. And I'm gonna wonder how much of these because I do like the what if comics, so I, I'll be curious how much of what they're doing I've already seen in different ways. But I thought it was I thought it was well done, and I'm looking forward to the next one. I, and I also like okay, it. And then we'll, I, I like it because it, although I'm sure there'll be some kind of overarching thing, they they appear to just be standalone little episodes. So it's not like, oh my god, now I have to watch episode two. And I, I, it, it's better for me because I I'm spoiled by Netflix, which is like, here, you addicted son of a bitch. Here's the full season. Go ahead and watch it. You're fine. You can be that weirdo that stays up all night and watches it. You're fine. Whereas Disney's like, no. You have to be a responsible person, and you have to watch one yeah, at a time, really one a week. One, one a week. Jackasses. <laughs> yeah, same with Apple TV and Ted Lasso. Oh, That's I have they're, 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 I have not started watching season two yet because I, I I can't I cannot watch it yet. I want to run through that thing the way I ran through the whole first season when I got I was like oh I'm so I want to be I want to be like Ted La- Ted Lasso makes me want to be a better person. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, he, he legitimately I does. And I, don't, I don't get the people that don't like it because it's too cheery and too optimistic. I'm like, dude, if we ever need some optimism, it's it's about now. It made me so happy when I broke down and watched it. Did I send you that Twitter thread that the young lady that read it, that, that had been told to do it and said, fine, fine, I'll watch it. She did a whole Twitter thread. Wait, it's about soccer? Why would I want? Okay. And then she just did this whole thread. And as I read it, I'm like, oh, my God, this was my exact everything she's talking about. This was me watching this thing. It was beautiful. Ha. 
No, I don't know. If you did, I don't remember. Okay. So if you had if, it, if, if I can I find it, because I'm sure I retweeted it, so I can dig through that at some point, and I will get that to you because. I, since this is now just going to become a Ted Lasso podcast. Oh my God. We'll get a lot of listeners now. Yeah. Ted Lasso. Just put that in the liner notes and we'll get all sorts <laughs> I, of hits. I am absolutely, I am putting Ted Lasso as a, as a keywords on this episode. It'll be Ted Lasso. I, matter of fact, I'm changing, I'm changing the name of this episode instead of the golden age and alias Jessica Jones. It's going to be Ted Lasso. And it's just going to be the name of this People are really so confused. Oh, they're going to be, like the they're going to be just like, they're what? so pissed. What? <laughs> wait, so, and, and they're going to be so wait, is Ted Lasso a superhero? And I don't know. I don't understand. Um, okay. So I, okay. Do you know, do you want to do you want to tell me what the next one is after? No, I want do you, you to, I want you to after? give me my suggestion. That's how this works. I tell okay. you, I, I suggest okay, so a comic I'm, book I'm to you. I'm torn because Rick Jones mentions the Kree Scroll War. I have read issues of the Kree Scroll War here and there. I think it would be very interesting because I know it's collected to read the Kree Scroll War, but I'm going to hold off. That's on the list. We're going to do that. But it's, it's, we've already done the the Eternals. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold off on that. Here's what I'm torn between. The grand, the beginning of the Grant Morrison run on Doom Patrol, versus whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, because that the Golden Age series made me think of the Silver Age Superman that was, you know, Superman wasn't present in it, but the that that whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow by the great Alan Moore and the equally great Kurt Swan is the end of his era as a Silver Age, and it's right before the Crisis on Infinite Earths where they rebooted everything. I, I'm. I think that would be interesting. So I'm going to suggest first, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow for the next episode. Okay, that's only one comic. It's two. Is it? Oh, okay, it's two comics. It's, 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 okay. It's, it's, okay. It's, well, it's two, and I think they're a little extra long. It's, it'll be short, but it's okay. interesting. No, that's fine. It's, it's, it's an action comics and a Superman comic. Okay. Yeah, we can do whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. I've read it. It's good. We'll talk about that. Okay. Well, you suggested one other. I'll just segue in. And then, and then the one after that, I think we're going to do whatever the first trade is of the Grant Morrison run on Doom Patrol. Okay. And what you'll be reading for the first one is what I just read uh, in like three days, the entire run of, and it was 10 graphic novels. And I burned through this thing so flipping quick. I had to jump to, just so I would keep to have Hoopla, I jumped to the Dallas Public Library to pick up some of the, the paper, uh, the trades because they have it on the digital version. You're going to be reading Why the Last Man. I have read some of that. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. Well, then we... we... And are we, are we just going to read the first question? Yeah, we're just going to do the first one. Yeah. The, the, and I had, not, um, I had not read it, but there's a trailer because it's about to come out on Hulu. And I watched the trailer and I was like, wait, what? I think I... Hold on. I've seen this. So I pulled it up on... I, I just grabbed the first volume and I started... I literally started to read it and then burned through the entire thing because I was like, ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, those were the noises I, I was making. Say, as I was I, you, you are a noisy reader. It's really weird <laughs> to be around you when you're reading. I want to say, man, I have to move my out? lips. I think I, I think I have somewhere in storage all the traits. Really? Okay, so you've read all of that. I think I read all of them when they okay. came out. Now, it's been a bit. Well, we'll read the... It came out, yeah, early 2000s, right? Does this sound right? Yes, it does. 
Yes, it does. When it started. Oh, it, it absolutely maybe sounds maybe right. Yeah, no, no, it, it, it absolutely sounds correct because they talk about 9-11 in it. Oh, okay. Well, I know I read the first couple trades of that back way when I don't know that I fit. I don't, you know, and I'm positive I didn't finish it. Okay. Because it's, it's, it was, it's a pretty long, how many volumes are there? Ten. Oh, no, never mind. I've read like the first two or three. Oh, that's then, okay. Like most things, I didn't finish it. Okay. But yeah, that, that we'll read the first. And then if you want to keep going, it's all on Hoopla. Although I don't recommend oh, cool. since yeah, I that's what I, I I told you I that's why I don't I have like four more borrows left on Hoofla this month and it is the twelfth yeah, of the month you're, yeah you're, you're not even halfway through the month yeah so the order is though, just to be clear the order is next Miss, Miss Marvel next Miss Marvel mm-hmm. okay and and then for you whatever whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Uh-huh. The Superman end of the Silver Age kind of homage or not homage. I forget. That's a bad word. That's not the right word. And then next, I'm going to read Why the Last Man. We're going to read Why the Last Man and the first collection of Graham Morrison's run on Doom Patrol. That is so, correct. Yeah, looking forward to it. So right now, what's what's out there right now is is the which one, Charles? The the, the is it the Black Widow one that's out there right now? Uh, yeah. This this episode will be dropping basically a week from now the one we're doing a week from tomorrow yes yeah i, I said basically a week from okay. now because i i sometimes i drop it about this time because it's ten forty three on thursday night sometimes i draw just go ahead and upload it at this point and just because that's what i did with the black widow episode because i just didn't want to wait schedule it so it dropped at midnight so i i have to i have to stay up all night and edit this that that was a joke i'm not staying up all night editing this I'm going to bed. I have to get up okay, at 5.45. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you just made me tired or more tired. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, to everybody that's been listening to uh, this podcast, thank you so much for hanging in there and letting us rant about Ted Lasso. And, and hey, now you found out Ted Lasso actually is a superhero. So there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love to hear from y'all. We we have a – we look – I know most of y'all have a way to get in touch with either one of us. You probably have our email. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Send us something. Hav really needs some people reaching out to us. Give us some uh, some, some, some suggestions about what to read. We'd love to hear anything from y'all. I, I'm tired of my brother, Patrick, sending me suggestions because they're not even comic books that he's suggesting. It's it's just weird. Hi, Patrick. But again, sorry. I nice. I'm tired. I'm rambling. Love to hear from all of y'all. We are Hav is Havgonzo tweets, right? Correct. On on yeah. Twitter, I'm at Herring Red Real. Uh, we 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 would we would like to hear from y'all. And I guess yeah, that's it. Please. Yes. So, goodbye. Thank you for listening. We'll see y'all again in two weeks. Bye.